Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to episode 313 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to remind you of one thing you should be looking for as you read the Bible this year. Let's dive in. I've been freshly meditating upon Luke chapter 24. It is one of my favorite passages in Scripture. And just to set the context, Jesus has just died and he rose from the grave. And there's these two disciples on their way on this little trail from Jerusalem to this town called Emmaus. It's about a seven mile journey and they're out walking and they're pretty depressed because the one they thought was the Messiah has died. Now, there are some rumors that these ladies had seen Jesus raised from the dead, but you know, how, how do you believe that? And, and so they're in this despair. And as they're walking along this road, Jesus shows up. Now, they don't recognize it as Jesus. But as they're walking, Jesus asks these two disciples, hey, why are you so downcast? Why are you looking sad? And Luke records that one of them named Cleopas answered and said to Jesus, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem and unaware of the things which have happened here in these days? And Jesus said to them, what things? And they said to him, well, the things about Jesus, the Nazarene, who was a mighty prophet in deed and word in the sight of God and all the people and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to the sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, it is the third day since these things happened, but also some women among us astounded us. When they were at the tomb early in the morning and not finding his body, they came saying that they also had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just exactly as the women also said, but him they did not see. Now get this. Jesus says to these two disciples, Oh, foolish ones and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Messiah to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, 
he interpreted to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. Now, I'll finish the passage here in just a moment, but I really love this passage. There's something so phenomenal to me that here's Jesus, and, and though the two disciples could not recognize Jesus, that he's asking them the question, hey, why are you downcast? And they're like, well, all of our hope is gone. And Jesus, probably with a smirk on his face, was like, oh, you foolish guys. Why are you so slow of heart to believe in what the prophets of your scriptures have written about me? And then he says, then, then Luke records this, that I love this, that beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, Jesus literally expounded, interpreted to them the things concerning himself and all the scriptures. Do you hear what Jesus is doing? Jesus is literally going back into the Old Testament, opening up the scriptures, saying, that's all about me. That phrase, Moses and all the prophets, is one way that the Jews would talk about the entirety of the Hebrew scriptures. So everything from Genesis through Malachi, Jesus says, it all pertains about me. It all points to who I am and the finished work I did upon the cross. It's an incredible realization that as we come to our Bibles and we read through the Old Testament, though it is all historical and it actually happened and, and th these are true stories, it's like every single page of scripture is a big finger pointing to the greater reality of Jesus Christ and his work upon the cross. In other words, the entirety of scripture is all about the author. It's all about Jesus Christ. Now, this, this is stated over and over and over throughout scripture, but let me just give you a couple of instances. In Luke chapter four, Jesus comes into the synagogue and he grabs the scroll of Isaiah and he reads that powerful passage that says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And he closed the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed upon him. And he began to say to them, listen to this, today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. In other words, what Jesus is saying is, you know what I just read from Isaiah? That is now in living color right in front of your face. I am the fulfillment and living reality of that passage. Or as Jesus says on the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17, do not think that I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. Again, he's speaking about the Old Testament. He says, I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. In other words, I have come to satisfy it. I've come to fill it up. I have come to complete it. In John chapter 5, verse 39, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees. These are the religious leaders, the one who knows the Old Testament forwards and backwards. And he says, you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. But it is these that bear witness about me. He says, here you are searching the Old Testament, thinking you're going to find life, but everything in the Old Testament is pointing to me, and I am the one who is life. A few verses later in verse 46 of John 5, Jesus is talking about Moses, 
And he's talking again to the Pharisees and he says, if you believed Moses, you would believe me because Moses wrote about me. And you could be just like the Pharisees and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Moses never used the name Jesus. And yet what you discover all throughout Genesis through Deuteronomy is that it all pertains to Jesus Christ. It is all about Jesus. And so here is Jesus standing up in front of the religious leaders. And he says, look, everything that you've studied, everything you've memorized, how you hold Moses in such a regard. And yet he wrote about me. So how does this pertain to us? Well, it's interesting at this time of the year, we are usually at the very beginning of our Bible reading plans. I don't know if you're like most people, but you know, we get to the new year and we're like, all right, this is going to be the year I'm going to read through the entirety of the Bible. And so we jump into Genesis and, and you know, after a while we get kind of bogged down by Leviticus, but we're, we're starting to work through the old Testament typically. And one of the things I just want to encourage all of us is that as we're reading our Bibles this year, let us not miss the whole point. Let us not miss the one thing that all of scripture is pertaining to. Let us not miss the author who is giving an incredible declaration of himself through the entirety of the word. That as you begin to work through the Old Testament, I want you to posture yourself in an attitude of humility that just says, Lord, would you reveal yourself to me? Hey, as I'm reading Genesis or Leviticus or Malachi or Daniel or whatever part of the Old Testament you may be in, Lord, Lord, could you give me a fresh revelation of who you are? Would you showcase Jesus Christ on every single page of scripture? Would you show me the wonders of the cross throughout the Old Testament? And would you give me this burn in our heart? I'm going to come back to that in just one second. But do you recognize that everything in the Old Testament pertains to Jesus Christ? So as you're reading through the Old Testament and you come to the covenants or the promises or the prophecies, as, as you look at the histories and the sacrifice and offerings, as you get to those parts like in Numbers or you know in Chronicles and you start to get to all these genealogies and lineages, recognize that even those showcase Jesus Christ, that the tabernacle and the temple, the festivals and the holidays, the Jewish calendar God's names, the overarching story of scripture, the individual books, and even the geography all point to the wonder, the glory, and the majesty of Jesus Christ. That the whole Bible from Genesis 1 all the way through the maps, because <laughs> it does include the geography, that it all pertains to Jesus Christ. It's all screaming in our faces for us to know who our God is and what he did upon that cross. So as you are reading through the word this year, can I encourage you, don't miss Jesus. That This is not just some good stories. That This is not just some great narrative. That This is not just some wonderful lessons. These, yes, it's historical, but it is a declaration of the very heart, the nature and the purpose of our God. And how sad it would be if we get to the end of our Bible reading plan this year and we go, wow, I, I checked it off my list, but I did not have an encounter with the God of that book. See, what, what my heart and my desire 
both in, in my Bible reading time as well as for you, is that we would, would encounter the living God, that there would be a fresh revelation of Jesus Christ in our lives, that, that we would come face to face with the living God and his work upon the cross, not just in the New Testament, but upon every page of scripture that we read. Jumping back into Luke chapter 24, here's Jesus. Imagine how incredible this would have been. It says that Jesus, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, began to interpret or explain to them the things concerning himself and all the scriptures. And for that seven mile journey, he literally was walking through the Old Testament saying, that's about me, that's about me, that's about me, that's me, that's me, that's me. And they get to Emmaus, the seven mile journey. And it seems like Jesus is going to go further. And they they begged him. They just strongly encouraged him to say, hey, stay with us for it, it's evening time. And the day is now over. So get this. Jesus went in to stay with him. And it happened that when he was reclining at the table with him, he took the bread and blessed it. And after breaking it, he was giving it to them. And the eyes of these two disciples were opened and they recognized him and Jesus vanished from their sight. But then listen to what they say to one another. I, this, this is becoming, I think, one of my all-time favorite verses. But they looked to one another and they said, were not our hearts burning within us while he was speaking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? Do you realize that there is something that happens in the revelation of Jesus Christ through his word? That as our eyes are, are, are seeing Jesus on every page of scripture, as he begins to showcase himself and his finished work upon the cross on every page of the Old Testament, do you recognize that it begins to give you a spiritual heartburn? That there is this, there's this, whoa, there's this, wow, that begins to happen on the inside of who you are when you begin to see Jesus and in, 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 in all that he is doing from Genesis all the way through the maps. Can I encourage you, again, as you as you are reading your Bible this year, don't miss Jesus. And, and whether you're reading in the Old Testament or in the New, we need to remember that it all pertains to Jesus Christ. It, it all is, is a big finger pointing to the grand reality of Jesus Christ and his work upon the cross. Now, again, we need to stay in the context of the Old Testament uh, we, we don't want to just read Jesus into the passage. In other words, every time there's a tree, it doesn't mean it's the cross. Every time you see the color red, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the blood. But I, I want you to posture yourself before the Lord. And I want you to have a hunger and a, and a desire for, for God to give you a fresh revelation of himself through his word. And what is so amazing is as I come to the word and as I just have this burden in this heart that just says, Lord, I want to know you through your word. God, would you give me a revelation of yourself? Would you just literally lift up my gaze upon you? And may I see you as you are. May I see your work upon the cross. What is so amazing is he constantly gives me great insight into Jesus and the cross. And I love reading the Old Testament because it is a grand declaration of our God. So can I encourage you to have that attitude as you come to read the word this year? Don't miss encountering our God through his word. Well, I hope that's just an encouragement as you dive into the word of God this year. 
As always, thank you for listening to the Deeper Christian Podcast. For show notes of this episode, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 313 for episode 313. And if you're not in the middle of a Bible reading plan, in the show notes, I've put several links to help you get started with getting into the Word. So if you want those links and just some helpful resources as you're getting into the Word of God this year, again, just visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 313 for episode 313. And until next time, know I'm cheering you on. I'm praying for you as you continue to build your life around Jesus Christ.